Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, uh, getting back to our series of the heart is the stupidest uh, muscle, our stupidest <laughs> organ. Yeah. yeah. The heart and its dumb, dumb decisions. Oh. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, this Casanova scammer guy has admitted to stealing a million dollars from women uh, on dating apps. He's on trial. This guy, uh, Brian Wedgworth is his name. He pictured himself, uh, his, his picture for dating apps was usually in a white lab coat. And he claimed he was a surgeon who attended all sorts of your most prestigious schools, Johns Hopkins, etc., um, and, and once the gals got to talking to him, they might have found him even more desirable. He had no debts, he'd tell them. He was so financially stable, in fact, that he insisted on paying off their debts. Wow. Wait a minute. My dream come true. Prince Charming has come to my rescue. What these women didn't know, however, was that Wedgworth's profile and generous offer were a tool to suck them in and then steal their money, according to investigators. Have you never heard of Too Good to Be True? Or? This is, yeah, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to be gentle, Jack, and I encourage you to take the same feel to this story because when people fall in love, sometimes they make dopey decisions. I never have. Or if they're lonely, sometimes they get a little desperate-ish. I never have. You know, I've never, hmm. I've never really been in that situation of like, you know, uh, real loneliness, not much 
chance for finding someone. That would be that'd be tough. I got to admit that would have to be tough. And if you think, wow, not only have I found someone, but they're wonderful, your stupid, stupid heart, or whatever part of your brain, if you want to get all technical, is going to flood itself with these pleasure chemicals in a way that just is irresponsible. Stupid, stupid brain. Anyway, over the here's how he did it, and and yes, there's a lot of lovelorn dopiness here. But over the span of about four and a half years, using approximately thirteen aliens, the aliases on seven dating apps, he defrauded at least forty victims across oh. at least seven states. Wow, was he a particularly good looking guy? Or pretty good looking guy? Yeah, that yeah. helps. He was forty six years old. Uh, pleaded guilty to a bunch of counts. Um. Let's see. It comes on the heels of Netflix popular documentary, The Tinder Swindler, um, about this guy, I think. I don't want to well, be. No, no, it's, it's, it follows the exploits of a different guy who did similar stuff. I don't want to be, you know, pile on to the hurtfulness, but it was he a pretty good looking guy that was claiming to have fallen for people that generally wouldn't date in his league? Doesn't get into that because that's a cruel and, and terrible thing to even break up, uh, to bring up. And I asked you to be more kind. I asked you. I'd ask you to be gentle on this. Although, well, I'm going to get into the particulars of how the scam worked, and I think you'll get it a little more. Right. Uh, so, uh, this guy moved from state to state pulling off the scam. Um, he was convicted of identity fraud and forgery in Georgia and spent over a year in prison. While incarcerated, he continued the romance scam. Well, you got to do something in jail. What are you supposed to do, whittle? So this Wedgworth character created dating profiles on, get ready for this now, Match, Plenty of Fish, Christian Mingle, Hinge, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel, and The League. The indictments say. I haven't even heard of half of those. Right. Yeah, exactly. Under varying names, he presented himself as a physician who worked for, was uh, educated at Harvard, Johns Hopkins, Wild <laughs> Cornell Medical Center, Sinai. I feel like he went too far. I'm a doctor who worked at Harvard. It just seems like you're really, really going too far, but it worked for him. On a few occasions, he showed women fake pay stubs, including one from 2019 that purportedly showed he made over 585 grand that year. I don't have a concept of how widespread online dating is. It's it's much, much more than it used to be, I'm aware. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never done it. But is it common for a Harvard doctor to need to use online dating to meet people? It just doesn't seem like it would be. Gosh, I wouldn't know, but yeah, I see your point. He would often meet with the women in person to gain their trust. He got access to their personal information when he offered to pay off their debts. He'd say, look, I got plenty of money. I hate to see you struggling like this. What do you owe the bank? 30 grand? All right, no problem. Just then here it comes. Give me your banking and loan information, including your account number and your login and your password and your personal identification number, including your full name, date of birth, and social security number, (laughs) and I will pay off that debt. I am so fortunate that I met a Harvard-educated doctor who's wealthy and good-looking. Who is willing to pay off my debt if I will only give him this information? I am really struggling to be charitable with these people. But wait, wait, there's one more twist. Now, yes, we're into you've made a terrible decision because your heart neutralized your freaking frontal lobe. All right. But then he would send electronic payments to the accounts 
whether they be credit card companies, mortgage lenders, other creditors using bank accounts that had insufficient funds or were previously closed. But he caused the women to receive notifications from their lenders and creditors that payments were made Mm -hmm. and the debts were paid in full. When, in fact, you know, before too long, everybody figured out, whoa, wait, no, they weren't. That would buy you some time, certainly. Right, exactly. Jeez, that would take... Maybe 90 days before you'd find that out. I don't know how that works. You know, I almost wish uh, Judy was available. I'd call her right now and get her on the air but um, because she's uh, the banking whiz. But I would think that payment would bounce out, would error out. But, yeah, it would pretty quickly. But I, I wonder how long before they would, uh, before you would get a letter in the mail. Well, and before the women found out their debts were not actually paid, this guy would get them to send him money. Sometimes he'd say, oh, my God, they froze my bank account because of medical malpractice lawsuits, or he was short on cash after paying off their debts. And he would be like, you know, I paid off your $30,000 car. Can you lend me 500 bucks until next week? <laughs> so prosecutors say this Wedgework uh, character persuaded the women to withdraw cash or deposit funds into a bank account under a different name from the one he was using, claiming they belonged to a non-existent business partner or assistant. If at this point... You don't say to yourself, wait a minute. Prince Charming just paid off my debt, but now he needs money. I'm going he through needs- kind of a slow spot in my whole Harvard doctrine. <laughs> he needs all of my information, but he needs me to wire money to a third party because his account is frozen because of a what now? Oh, a malpractice suit. Right. Yes. Hmm. And sometimes he persuaded women to buy him expensive jewelry, including Rolex watches, on the promise that he'd pay him back as soon as, you know, that lawsuit's done. All right. I don't know what to do for you if you're buying him a freaking Rolex. Yeah, I know. Uh, so they apparently had some of them had some money. Um, did he sex any of them up or was he only in, for, in it for the money? That's funny. They don't get into that. Not a single word in this article, which is rather complete. About uh, whether indeed uh, he got a little bingo bango on, as long as he was, you know, robbing him. Maybe he has uh, no I'm interest guessing, in that. Well, I'm guessing he did. I would think if they're willing to, you know, if they're that far down the road that they're giving him all the bank information. They... Well, and if you're a scammer and that's what it takes to keep him on the hook, I mean, unless they're truly, you know, and I, again, I don't want to be cruel, but unless it would be very difficult to do that, um, you know, why not? <laughs> As, as, long as, scumbag. as long as you didn't find them physically unappealing. Right, to the point that you're risking upsetting the scam. Although, obviously, some of these gals were kind of soft-headed, and he could probably say, well, you know, I'm just getting over monkeypox, and I have lesions on my wang. So, for instance, as it turns out, that is how you get it. Why did you it's have... sexually transmitted. Why, it's uh, the great transition back into monkeypox. Um... <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> we we have been talking about this for so long, and it's always tough. On one hand, you need to have, well, stupid should hurt. We have T-shirts that say stupid should hurt. It's mm-hmm. good for the herd if stupid should hurt. And for the individual, sadder but wiser. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the things I'm better at now are because of some stupid things I did in my life. And if I'd been... Uh, kept somehow from feeling the pain of my stupid decisions, I'd, I'd still be doing the stupid things. Probably. There's certainly a greater chance that you would, yeah. So, in aggregate for a society, stupid should hurt. Man. Anyway, this guy, the guy's going to prison for quite a long time. Or at least he might, which is good. 
Don't be preying on poor gals who are just looking for love, you scumbag. And men or women. I know it's your, the heart is the stupidest organ. It is the stupidest. It's, it's a blind reality. But if you ever find somebody coming on to you who has normally, throughout your whole life, not been in your league, you got to, you know, just slow her down a little bit. Something's up. Something is up. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Do we, did we get a total? Do we know how much money he got total? If a guy asks you to buy a Rolex for him, that's not a present. That's a demand, <laughs> for instance. <laughs> hey, uh, what do you think of, I don't know, buying me a Rolex? Oh, I'd love to, sweetheart. That's that's not a good relationship. Yeah, I was, I was going to call you at 10 o'clock yesterday, but then I looked at my wrist and I realized, dang it, I don't have a watch at all. So uh, I don't know what time it is at all. I don't know when to call. <laughs> so anyway, any chance you could give me a Rolex? <laughs> Strong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. But resist, we must. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A big article in the New York Times recently about the BBL craze. Uh, uh, that's the Brazilian butt lift craze, especially in Miami, where it's so desired there are multiple surgeons giving it out, and then dozens of recovery centers that have opened up because the recovery is so painful and long you need to go to a special place for a couple of weeks to recover from your brazilian butt lift oof i i i'm amazed by people who do uh it's not just elective surgery but it's elective surgery that is so um uh, superficial i'm surprised by people who do superficial surgery that is going to be painful with a long recovery man you gotta really care about the way your nose looks boobs look butt looks to undergo something painful for a long time and of course expensive yeah the interesting thing about this new york times piece is it's got a lot of details and statistics and stories and 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 that uh you know, what you'd expect out of journalism. I mean, for instance, uh, it's called the Brazilian butt lift, not because it was necessarily invented in Brazil, but you think of Brazilian women having, like, you know, perky butts, bigger butts. I don't, I don't but okay. I don't, really, uh, I don't really have memorized the various uh, nationalities' uh, butt shapes. American women are also traveling to all over Central America, Mexico, whatever, seeking even cheaper surgical and recovery options, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then they go into some individual stories of women expressing why they needed a bigger, rounder bottom. Um, I couldn't feel confident to start a business or get a loan so start a business or buy a or get house a until I had a bigger, rounder butt. What I, I, I always thought this had to do with dating uh, or getting a mate, not... So you could go in and get a home loan? <laughs> well, that's, that's what's so strange. And they quote this exotic dancer from Rhode Island. Everyone says that you should wait because your body doesn't fully come in until you're like 30. And I'm 20 years old. And why am I going to wait until I'm 30 to be snatched? Your body doesn't fully come in until you're 30. Okay. Many of the women I spoke to felt that they needed to achieve this look before they could feel fully confident or get a loan or start a business. For women perpetually left on the fringes of the beauty landscape, there is a dark twist and a serious risk to the length that they will go to in order to realize this body. I th- see what I'm the point I'm driving at is the tone of this article is weirdly like 
this is great, it's fine, it's super, why wouldn't anybody do this? Until very late in it. Yeah, it seems like it has an extra layer of justification going throughout it. Yeah, it does, exactly. And then, you know, after a while you come to the uncomfortable conclusion that a lot of the women who, virtually all of the women profiled in this article are women of color. And apparently having a bigger, rounder booty is uh, is, is, is important to them. To the point of they don't feel confident enough to get a loan or start a business unless they have a big butt. And at no point does anybody say, you know, what you need is not a bigger butt, but some help with your emotional health. Right. Yeah. Well, that's 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 the problem is uh, if you think this is going to drastically change your life. I mean, I'm vain enough that uh, if I could for cheap and without pain change various parts of me, I probably would. But, man, to go through the expense, the pain, and everything like that, just to look a little better, it's oftentimes because you've got some much greater expectations of how this is going to change your life. Yeah. Well, and the the risk of complications is way high in these procedures. Oh, I mean, it's scary high. I've I've told this story many times, but um, I knew a woman. She worked at this. uh, Gladys, did you quit? I was telling a story in my past earlier, and she just sat there asleep. I didn't want to wake her up. She sits on a stool in the corner and just nodding off. I think she's on the horse. She's <laughs> nodding. You think she's on heroin? Yeah. Or she's just a hell old. of an allegation. Or she's just old and stayed up late. I don't know. She likes the Wheel of Fortune. So I was... Well, she had her uh, sad trombone player come over to, quote, uh, watch Netflix and chill, as I understand. <laughs> so Gladys the harp player... And the sad trombone player. Well, they're dating. All right? <laughs> anyway, back to my story. Gladys? There you go. Uh, I worked in a bar, and there was this, like, way above average uh, attractive woman that worked at the door taking the tickets or whatever, taking the money on the way into the nightclub. And um, she got a major jaw operation done. And I, rem- I-, I remember it because she had her mouth wired shut for, like, a month. And uh, so she'd have to talk like this and could only take in food through a straw. And she was, like, at the very top of beautiful. But she felt like she had the tiniest underbite or overbite. I don't even know which it was. It was minor enough that nobody would have even known. And she got her jaw moved, like an eighth of an inch one direction or not. Huge, painful, swollen, big thing over her head. Recovery. And I'm like, Wow. So oftentimes, my point being, oftentimes the people who do this are already people that are attractive. I think attractive people probably get more of this stuff done than unattractive people. Don't you? Hasn't that been your experience? People that are uh, already at the in your in your top quarter of attractiveness are getting more boob jobs, chin jobs, liposuction, whatever than anybody else. Yeah, certainly. Um, and and I've not walked a mile in these shoes. Certainly, if you are a very attractive person, and that attractiveness starts to fade as time goes on, uh, hanging on to that becomes a very high priority. That's true. I don't know what it's like to have that be a chunk of my personality. Obviously. <laughs> so yeah, that going away would be problematic. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I forewarned you. Let's go, Brandon. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, gender bending madness update. A handful of features to bring you this craze of transgenderism, which is mostly an adolescent phase, mostly. Um, and it's just it's another expression of a, a society that has some uh, mental problems, emotional problems. Got this note from Eileen Anonymous. My kid told me she is a trans-gay man. So her adolescent daughter remains boy-crazy, but says, I'm not a woman. I'm, I'm actually a boy, and I'm gay. Been struggling since okay, April. So I'm, my I'm, beautiful... not, I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass. I'm just actually, maybe I haven't had enough That's sleep. Fine. I'm trying to figure out. Sure. So she she's a girl. Yes. Or, I, you know, I just... um. She's a girl. I committed violence, according to some, by misgendering her. Gendering, yes. No, she's a girl. So, uh, well, she has been raised and living life as a girl. She's a female. And she's announced she's a dude, but still likes dudes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Remains attracted to boys, as most adolescent girls are, and yet has been convinced that as a white uh, cisgender 
uh, heterosexual. She's evil and is desperately trying not to be that. Also might be uncomfortable with the budding womanliness of her body, etc. But back to the email. Been struggling since April when my beautiful tomboy daughter told me she was really male. She began to bind her breasts and brought, brought uh, and bought boy briefs to wear for underwear. Asked us to call her, I'm going to make up a name, Donald. Um, which apparently she is known at as in school. Uh, since then, I have met three parents with the same issue. At this point, I can throw a rock and hit a trans person in my small rural community. They came for the children, and they are getting them. This has been devastating to the whole family, caused me to plunge into deep depression, and it isn't letting up. God help us. You know, I have two friends that have dealt with this or are dealing with it. One of them it went pretty poorly. One of them, it's uh, still a work in progress, but it's difficult. It's 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 tough. Absolutely, it is because if you express even skepticism or we need counseling, then you are uh, committing an act of violence. You're uh, transphobic. You're evil. You're bad because the kids, by the time they talk to mom, because uh, remember the kid's been known as Donald at school now for quite some time has been convinced by the activist teachers and her activist peers that mom and dad's hesitance to just go along with it is evidence of hate. They're haters. They've been preconditioned to think that. If I'm it's go- insidious. If I'm going to be as open-minded and generous toward this as I can possibly be, I still don't understand how you deal with the whole tomboy, effeminate dude situation. That still seems like a, right. a real problem, like you oh, see yeah. here. Yeah, it, it is, it's a brutal enforcement of sex stereotypes. If you're an effeminate guy, you'd rather hang out with girls. You'd rather, whatever, play with dolls or what have you. Um, you're clearly transgender. There's no such thing as a man and a woman. You're whatever you want to be. You're, you're a woman now. Be a woman. And not just an effeminate guy or a gay guy or whatever you want to be. We've all known it, guys like weirdly, that. weirdly, harshly stereotypical. We've all known gay uh, guys like that who are straight but effeminate and had lots of friends who were girls because they were not, they didn't see them as a threat or whatever. I mean, I've known guys like that. And they, sure. maybe some of them were trans, but certainly not all of them. No. And, uh, and at a no. young age, how would you make that decision? Or same as the, you know, Maybe really athletic, likes to wear jeans and a sweatshirt. Girl, uh, what percent of them are actually trans, or they're just that's they're just tomboys? Well, right, and they will grow out of it and embrace their femininity in whichever form they see fit, or they decide they're lesbians or whatever. That's fine, but they're not transgender. Anyway, just uh, I have a lot of stuff to get to. Um, I'll move as quickly as possible. Oh my God, we gotta. All right, sorry complicated uh the email address which uh, y'all use mailbag at armstrong and has become absolutely inundated with press releases and guest pitches and um and all sorts of crap and i'm trying to figure out how to manage it but among uh, a couple we got back to back non-binary recording artist blends this and that to carve their own path trying to get music radio to play this person because they're non-binary looks like a hot chick to me but moving along Moments later, gay singer-songwriter releases new original holiday song. So it's become something to be celebrated. You're not one of those weird heterosexual. You're, you're, you're a male because you were born a male? Boring. This is a non-binary singer. Listen to them. Listen to them. 
Moving along, more gender-bending madness. Transgender <laughs> biological male wins local Miss America beauty pageant. All right. Transgender teen in New Hampshire became the first to win a local Miss America organization beauty pageant. The contestant, Brian Nguyen, who pronounces it Brianne, won the competition to be titled Miss Greater Dairy 2023. I've seen the pictures. This person who deserves nothing but kindness and compassion is been appointed to that post or voted that post out of pure activism. There is nothing that qualifies this person for Miss America, that little part of New Hampshire, at all. Okay? I'm just going to say that. I don't want to be cruel. The only conceivable explanation for their being elevated is activism. Moving along. My high school punished me for saying a male shouldn't be allowed to watch me undress. 13-year-old girl. 13. Her progressive high school in Vermont allowed a boy to play on the girls' volleyball team. You may have heard about this story. She and her teammates go into the locker room to undress and change. She says, I'm a private person when it comes to my body, even in the safety and comfort of home. But at school, there's apparently no problem with a male student freely freely watching us girls change our clothes. So she and the other girls were so embarrassed and hated it and were talking about it in one of their classes. Well, uh, I was upset after the, oh, um, she was pulled out of class and punished and disciplined for harassing a student based on gender identity policy. And she and everybody involved swears nothing was nothing cruel was said, just that we can't have a boy watching us change in the girls' locker room. Well, calling her a boy is what they call misgendering. Among radical gender theorist lunatics, yes. And is considered violent. It's a million miles from mainstream. Don't let anybody convince you that this is mainstream thinking. It's not. But the school began an investigation into the comments I made, she writes in class, and banned our entire girls' volleyball team from using the girls' locker room. The co-principals notified me that I was found guilty of harassment and bullying of a student on the basis of the targeted student's gender identity. As punishment, school officials told me I must take part in a restorative justice circle with the equity coordinator. Even Submit a reflective essay apologizing and serve an out-of-school suspension. Okay, I was about to say that's when I, that that is definitely when I got to pull my kid out of school. But that's easier said than done because I'm sure she's got, you know, she's 13. She's at that period of time where, you know, leaving all your friends behind and switching schools would be a really big deal. Oh, that sucks for the parents. You're going to make my kid go to some sort of training session. No, you ain't. And write a big letter of apology for being so cruel. That's Meanwhile, the little girls, the the pubescent girls' volleyball team was told, you don't want to change in the locker room, change one at a time in the toilet stall. The so-called transgender youth gets to change and watch anybody he wants in the locker room. Public school. So I asked the question I asked the other day. Are we going further down that road? Or is it pulling back? I feel like we're going further down that road. We are just because the you've got a couple of problems. Number one, uh, huge masses of humanity are totally unaware of these stories. They're, they don't know they're happening because outside of conservative media, they're rarely spoken about. 
Although the New York Times, to their credit the other day, did a big story on, hey, puberty blockers and hormones for kids has got some real dangers to it, because it does. But so problem number one, a lot of people are completely unaware of this. Problem number two is a lot of people who are well-meaning soft heads, they want to be progressive and enlightened, and they don't want to be a, a homophobe or a racist or a hater or whatever. They or with the Trump crowd. Well, right. They don't want to be an angry simpleton like stupid conservatives. They've been convinced that, oh, no, if this young man identifies as a girl, he's a girl, and he should be in the girl's locker room. And so you've got to talk those people out of their utterly crazy attitudes. So, yeah, awareness is growing of how awful this is. Is this more, not fast enough. Is this more mainstream in 10 years or less? In 10 years, I suspect less. Okay. In in five years, I'm less optimistic because I'm just picturing, you know, that it's like a crack the whip in ice skating. If you grew up in a wintry climate or whatever, the lead of the whip, it takes a long time for the the tip of it to catch up. And and often societal movements are like that. So if you think it's bigger in five years, and then you got, uh, you know, five more years of young people that grew up under this out there in the world and decision-making and all that sort of stuff, I don't don't know. I don't know if it turns around. And finally, and briefly, you remember that biologically male shop teacher in Canada who began teaching class while wearing a blonde wig, tight bicycle shorts, and most notably, obscenely large prosthetic breasts with protruding nipples. The Halton District School Board just ruled that it is important to recognize the impact that dress code policies have on members of the transgender community. Uh, so, therefore, the shop teacher gets to wear that bizarre, sexualized Halloween porn costume while teaching shop class. And we still think he was trying to make the point or not? Well, at one point, there was a fair amount of chatter that this guy's an activist who thinks all this stuff is insane, right. and he's driving it to its logical, insane extreme. Yeah, he went, I can't, I can't uh, back that up. That almost know. has to be the case, that he went super cartoonish to see, okay, what's the limit here? But he hasn't shown his, he's, he hasn't shown his cards yet. Well, and the progressive sickos have called his bluff. They said, yeah, go ahead and wear it in front of the children. Well, progressive sickos. And getting. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I forewarned you. Let's go, Brandon. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There are four main categories of relationship attachment styles. I think this is known without the music part of it. Anxiously attached. That's individuals who are known to habitually worry about rejection and usually need constant reassurance throughout the relationships. No, 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 no. I still like you. Hmm. Avoidantly attached people, on the other hand, tend to be much more guarded, hiding their emotions and avoiding intimacy in favor of independence. So they're going to be hard to get into a relationship at all, probably. There's mixed attachment style, usually displays confused expectations fluctuating between clingy and cold. Well, that sounds fun. And (laughs) (laughs) wow, fans of whiplash. (laughs) And finally, secure people. Are there any generally have optimistic outlooks on relationships, are open communicators, and trust their partners? What they found is, and they coded 7,000 different songs for attachment styles, they found that people in these four categories tend to listen to music that fits in with the category they're in. Hmm. Which is kind of interesting. You just kind of naturally do. They've done this study many times over the years, going back to 1946, by the way. Wow, okay. Our favorite songs reveal how we act in relationships. Now, we have regularly uh, dismissed the idea of uh, uh, your favorite color reveals your personality or something like that. Because it's just dumb. And voice felt like, you know what really reveals your personality? Your personality. But um, not, not my favorite pizza topic? <laughs> the way I act? What an odd theory. <laughs> But, you know, if you're in a relationship, especially if you're in a newer relationship, like I just saw Giselle Bunchen's new boyfriend. And I saw last week a story on how Tom Brady, how he got over his divorce. I don't know what it is with celebrities. It takes me years to deal with these things. But celebrities seem to get over them in like a week. And they move on to someone new and they're over it. Or at least wow. that's the way it's portrayed in the media. Mm. Um, music and psychology, in simpler terms, people tend to turn to music that describes how they're feeling about the relationships for better or worse. Lyrics matter, so pay attention to them, said one, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Musicologist? Psychologist. Uh, psychologist. Palm reader. Who is, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dog trainer? I don't know. Give me some hints. What are you looking for? What are you for? driving at? <laughs> Psychologist. 
And uh, the lyrics in the songs that your partner is listening to will give you an idea of how they're feeling about the relationship. This this sounds like it could actually be not completely untrue, right? No, I'm scanning my memory banks. I, I, part of me wants to say that's bunk because I think of some of my favorite songs, and I mean they're, they're unhealthy relationships. Um, um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and I listen to I listen to quite a few songs that I just really love the way they sound, and they. And but regularly have like a line or two in them that I wish wasn't in the song because they're so stupid or 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 just yeah I don't know they're just stupid. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm scanning my memory banks now. I I listen to a lot of music and I always have, so it's harder. But you know, I've like I've I've often said probably in terms of the most listens of any song ever, uh, the Bee Gees' 1978 classic, 76 classic, Nights on Broadway. I've listened to that song a million times. I love it. It's about a stalker. I mean, this guy is really unhealthy. He's got to move on quick. But I love the harmonies. It's got great chord changes and melodies. So, eh. so uh, are you in a relationship with, with someone who is anxiously attached? Well, let's go with, uh, yeah, anxiously attached. That's the person who habitually worries about rejection, usually seeking constant reassurance through a relationship. Constant. Okay. That person is listening to Adele, someone like you, The Police, Every Breath You Take, Miley Cyrus, Wrecking Ball, U2, One, Adele, Hello, uh, Bruno Mars, When I Was Your Man, music like that. So does that, do you think that, do you, do you, are you leaning toward this as a bunch of crap or? I'm, I got my skeptical look on my face. Secure people who have an optimistic outlook on relationships, it says in general, and are open communicators and trust their partners listening to Ed Sheeran thinking out loud, which is all about being in love, you know, for the rest of your life. Um, uh, Michael Bublé, haven't met you yet. Beach Boys, wouldn't it be nice? I'm trying to cover various genres or various ages through here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian yeah. Adams, everything I do, I do it for you. You know, you're good forever love songs. Etta James, at last, Sonny and Cher, I got you. I will always love you, Whitney Houston. If, you're, if your boyfriend's listening to that, it seems a little weird. But if your girlfriend's listening to that, it's because she's secure in the relationship. She has an optimistic view of relationships. Judy and I have a very long and happy relationship. And most of those songs you just named, I can't stand. I hate them. <laughs> not, not all of well, them. Well, maybe they can find songs that have the same message that you don't hate. Yeah. Well, right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, do. I think there's just too much data to go through for me to buy this premise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How about, what was another nut job? Uh, <laughs> anxious avoidant, uh, anxious avoidant. Which one was that? Avoidant. They're the ones that uh, hide their emotions and avoid intimacy in favor of independence. Why don't you just get a dog? Taylor Swift's. Why don't you just get a dog? No, Taylor Swift's <laughs> bad blood. Neo's so sick. Bonnie Raitt. I can't make you love me. Oh, that's a sad song. Adele. That Rolling may be the, the saddest deep. song. It's one of the saddest songs ever. No doubt about it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I think this is all true or not. Hmm. Mm. But you go through you go through moods, though, right? You know the the problem with this idea is I don't. Are you always one of these things? Down? You, do you go? Do, are you in a relationship and you never ever like need reassurance or go through a well, period no. where maybe well, you could use a little? Yeah, I wasn't going to lay down on the psychiatrist's couch, but, uh, you know, honestly, the the anxious uh, attached one, maybe, but after years and years of marriage, and Judy and I are both very affectionate people, I, I, I'm, I'm fine, I'm great, I'm not the least bit anxious now. 
test of time, et cetera, et cetera. But at an earlier time, maybe. Well, and for whatever reason, I've been listening to a hell of a lot of Almond Brothers band lately. And I do not feel like I've been tied to the whipping post, for instance. Uh, you know, I'm not on my way to Georgia, uh, leaving out of New Orleans or whatever. Uh, actually, it's backwards, isn't Have it? Have you, or anyway. you, do you find yourself wearing more snakeskin boots? <laughs> and doing a lot of heroin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I no, don't I don't. Know. Maybe that don't was know. just a complete waste of your time. Imagine a radio show bringing you a stupid fake study. <laughs> Unprecedented. <laughs> There's the one. If if she if she changes her hair color or he gets new clothes or anything like that, that's when they're headed out the door. I've seen that happen over and over and over again. Oh, great, great! Give people a dose of fear on the way out of this segment. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Armstrong and Getty. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.